Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording, Renee LaSapier shares a story about what happened to her when she was 16 and on her way to her first concert. First, I'd like everybody to think about themselves when they were 16. Let's think about the things that were important to us when we were 16. Okay, the shoes that we wore, who we talked to, what kind of car we drove and parked in the senior parking lot. So when I was 16, I worked at this place called ShopRite, and I was a cashier. And I worked and I worked and I saved enough money to go to this concert and the band was called Explosions in the Sky, and they're still around. Oh, I hear some applause, yeah. Very uh, effervescent music. There's no lyrics or anything like that, but uh, the songs are about 10 minutes in length. It might put you to sleep or might provoke some sort of introspective thought. And uh, when I was 16, I thought it was really cool because I listened to this really avant-garde band. And uh, when I worked at ShopRite, I saved enough money to go. And I was so excited, I... uh, and it was the first time I was going to go into New York City and, and go see this band at the, at the Bowery Room. And I didn't know anybody else who knew of this band, again, because it was totally not something that you typically listen to in high school, I guess. But so I knew two other students who were going to go to this, this concert, and uh, their names were Mike and Emily. And, man, they were hip. They were the hippest teenagers in high school. I, I, didn't, I didn't really know them well, but I talked to them. I was like, oh, yeah, you guys are going to go to this concert? Like, It'd be really cool if we could all just kind of join the buddy system and go together. Yeah, wouldn't that be kind of nice? Uh, mostly because I'd never gone into the city by myself. Uh, my mom never really let me. And honestly, I never really trusted myself going in by myself either. Uh, so it was about a Tuesday night. We went in. We took the subway. And uh, I don't know if you've ever been to New York City, but there's always some sort of uh, cancellation of, of one train, and you have to get on another. But fortunately, Mike, he had a, a sister who lived in New York City, and he was able to, to point us in the right direction. So uh, here I was with, with Mike and Emily in New York City all, all by myself with these two cool kids. And, and uh, you know, Emily's got these really awesome skinny jeans. Oh, she looks so hip. She had these... It was when skinny jeans were back in fashion. That was like 10 years ago. Guys, we've been wearing skinny jeans for 10 years. Um, <laughs> so she's got these skinny jeans on. She's wearing her, her bright red lipstick. And, and Mike's got this like really hip flannel, like really rocking that lumberjack vibe. And, and I've got my concert outfit on. And, and you know, some people, they wear their favorite band shirts uh, to their favorite concert. Some people, they do their hair in a mohawk. But me... Man, I had, I had this red, white, and blue graffiti skirt. And this, this was my concert outfit that I loved to wear every time I went to a concert. Um, every time I went, a band, band member would come up to me like, oh, yeah, your outfit is so awesome. Like, you think so? <laughs> so? Stop. So sweet. Um, so we, we were finally at the bar room, and it was still light outside, and we were on the corner. I can maybe see it within roughly, like, like 200 yards, and we're walking together, and Mike dips into his pocket, and he pulls out a, a Ziploc baggie, and in that Ziploc baggie, he had some weed. And for me, I mean, in high school, I was straight edge. I, I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. I didn't do anything like that. I went to bed at 9 o'clock every night, like, 
I didn't do anything bad. And honestly, I didn't even know what it was when he first pulled it out of his pocket. I was like, why, why are you bringing this? I don't even know what that is. Um, but here we are in the middle of New York City. It's broad daylight, and here he is rolling a joint. Uh, <laughs> and for me, again, in my 16-year-old mind, I'm like, all right, Renee, play cool. It's fine. You know, everybody does this in New York City, right? This is, this is what the cool kids do. And uh, while we were standing there, I, I saw this man. He walked by, and he had a hat on and just, you know, plain civilian clothing. And he, and he looked at us funny, and, and I thought in my head, wow, that'd be really funny if that guy was an undercover cop. <laughs> so we maybe walked about 10 or 20 feet more, and, and Mike takes a hit, and then Emily turns. She grabs a joint. She takes a hit as well. And then next thing you know, I hear a voice stop, you're under arrest. Stop where you are. And it turns out that that guy was an undercover cop. <laughs> and so here I am in New York City, the two people that I, I barely even really knew were getting arrested. It's like, oh man, what do I, what do, I do? What do I do? And a uh, cop comes up and he asks Mike, is this yours? It's like, obviously, yeah, it's, it's mine. Yep. And uh, the cop turns to Emily and he's holding a joint. He's like, did you take a puff? Did you take a, take a hit of this? And she's like, no, 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 I didn't. And she hold, he holds it up to her face, and he goes, well, who's, whose red lipstick is this? So she starts crying, and, and again, I'm just kind of standing in fear, like, don't say anything. Just play it cool. Pretend like you're not even there. Um, but eventually, Emily and, and Mike, they admitted that I didn't, I didn't take a hit, and so they both were arrested, and fortunately, the cop let me dip into Emily's purse and grab, grab my concert ticket. <laughs> it was so nice of him, but he wouldn't let me take theirs because, you know, scalping's illegal. <laughs> so uh, they, they go off, and, and I just kind of say, all right, guys, see you never. <laughs> and, I, and I end up proceeding to the Bowery Room. And I'm kind of in a frenzy. I'm like, oh, my gosh, these people I went to this concert with, they got arrested, and here I am all by myself. Uh, but I went to the concert, and I called my brother. Now, 10 years ago, we didn't have iPhones. We had our little virgin track phones where you had to pay a dollar a minute and a dollar or 10 cents per text. So every call was pretty vital. So, <laughs> so I called my brother, and I maybe had roughly – two dollars on my phone at that time again I was in high school it's not a high roller so um I called my brother and I said hey Chris this is what happened the two people I went to the concert with they got arrested uh I think I'm gonna stay at the concert you know I really want to be here I'm really excited to see this band I saved up I'm all the way I'm all the way here I'm just gonna I'm gonna stay and watch and I'm gonna come home at around 11 or midnight he said all right that's cool that's cool sounds like a plan and then, you know, I was walking around the venue, uh, and roughly 40 minutes later, I was like, oh, you know, maybe I should check in and call my brother and see how everything's going. And I call my brother, I'm like, hey, Chris, what's going on? What's up? He says, Renee, the cops are at the house. I don't know what you did or who you were hanging out with, but they're rifling through your drawers, they're rifling through your closet, they're talking to mom, they have the dog out in their cop car. I don't know what went on or who you're hanging out with but you need to come home right now and so the conversation was short and sweet and I said all right okay Chris <laughs> I'll see you in a bit uh, I guess I'll, I'm gonna take the train I'm gonna walk about you know a couple blocks and take the train home 
So I, you know, I straighten myself up, and I, and I wonder, what the hell is going on? Why? What did I do? Like, what? Does information travel that quickly? <laughs> and, and so I, I exit the concert, and I brush off my skirt, and I can see the streetlights pop on, and I, and I put my, my keys in my hand, and I stick my, my keys in between each of my fingers, and I start walking with a purpose. <laughs> and I walked roughly 14 blocks until I eventually kind of recognized where I was at because um, I was all the way downtown, and I needed to go uptown to, to catch the train out of Penn Station. So... Um, I maybe had $15 in my pocket, ended up taking a, a taxi, and so I took the taxi to Penn Station, waited at Penn Station, and then eventually I took a train all the way back to the suburbs of New Jersey. And, you know, when I, when I got home, I could, I could see my brother in the car, and, and uh, I, I walked out of the train station, and it was him just him and his friend, and I was, I was so worried. I was so concerned. And I opened the door, and I sat in the front seat, and my brother and his friend Phil just start laughing. I just start cracking up. And it turns out that they, just, they played a prank on me, and they thought it would be funny to just, you know, get me all upset and get me, get me worried and have me come home. There weren't any cops in my house, or they didn't take my dog. That was ridiculous. Take my dog? <laughs> but again, I was 16. I didn't know any better. Uh, and, I been, and I was really upset at him for, for a couple weeks after that. But uh, the next day at school, I was, I was super upset about the fact that I didn't get to see my favorite band play. So you know, the obvious choice was to tell everybody about what happened to Emily and Mike. Like, <laughs> how could I not? Uh, but it, it turns out that I was able to, to go see Explosions in the Sky perform uh, actually this past May or June. Uh, they performed at the Norva. So it took me about 10 years to go see them play. Yeah. <laughs> Bummer, right? Uh, but ultimately, that's, that's the way that I got cheated out of seeing Explosions in the Sky play and how I got bamboozled by my brother and his friend Phil. Thank you. If you'd like to tell a story like this one, or just check out the show, visit TellMeMoreLive.org. That's TellMeMoreLive.org, where you'll find a list of upcoming shows, submission and contact forms, and more Storyteller podcasts. Until next time, thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live. <laughs>